0: This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, Episode 65. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. The very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well hi everybody and welcome back to the show. A little while back, I wrote a book called The Ultimate Home Seller's Guide. The book is a lead generator specifically designed to attract sellers and looks at the five key influences every property seller needs to consider when they go on the market. But unlike my other books, my name is not on the cover. I wrote this book so my agent friends and best agents members could become the author of their own book and build their brand in one of the best ways I know. Right now, we're doing a bulk shipping run, which slashes the cost of printing. If you'd like to know more and catch the October 2016 order deadline, go to realestateauthors.net or see the link in the show notes to this episode at topagentsplaybook.com. Okay, let's get into today's interview. If you've ever thought about opening your own real estate business, you probably know you have choices. You can join a franchise, a marketing group, or you can create your own brand and do it all yourself and don't forget about expenses. As you'll hear in this interview with Brisbane agent Peter Hutton, it's too easy to overestimate your potential income and underestimate your costs. Peter and wife Karen are a very interesting business couple. Their new agency, H&H, has been built from the ground up and leverages their experiences from running a highly successful agency in inner Brisbane before heading down the coast to Byron Bay for a few years. But creative people are quickly bored, so they're back. And in this episode, Peter shares his ideas around setting up a new agency and reaching out to build new relationships and a highly profitable business in a whole new way. Peter has a passion for marketing and knows how to get noticed. In fact, next month, he'll launch his own podcast called This Brisbane Life. The podcast will tap into the and in life of one of the world's greatest cities. He'll be connecting with the influencers, business leaders, sports people and artists from Queensland and beyond. I've had the opportunity to work with Peter and Karen during this year and I've seen how they're going about setting up their business with some very innovative ideas. I've been encouraging real estate people everywhere to set up their own podcast and I know agents will be watching Peter and tuning into This Brisbane Life to see what he's up to. For a sneak peek at Peter's branding check out facebook.com forward slash This Brisbane Life. And if you're considering a brand change or would just like some ideas, I'll include Peter's contact info in the show notes at topagentsplaybook.com forward slash 65. A great branding investment is money well spent and gives a terrific ROI if it's done properly. So make sure you connect with Peter to discover more about his winning formula. Okay, let's do it. Well, Peter Hutton, welcome to the Top Agents Playbook podcast. How are you doing?
1: Thanks, Ray. Well, I'm great. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. And thank you for setting aside some time to, to chat with us today. I know that we're going to have a lot of people listening to this podcast because the title of the podcast is How to Start Your Own Real Estate Business or Your Own Real Estate Agency. And I thought, who better to go to than somebody who's done it a couple of times? Can you give us a little bit of history as to what you've been up to in your past with starting real
1: estate businesses? I can Ray. I'll keep it very short because it's a bit of a long history. Uh, I started my first little uh, venture as a as my own agency at Cooperoo, would you believe, uh, working above a butcher shop.
0: Right. Cooperoo is uh, a suburb of Brisbane for those of you that, who uh, who don't know.
1: That's right, and yeah. uh, it was a one uh, room office, and uh, it barely fit my desk and my filing cabinet. So that's where we started. then a developer who had been doing a fair bit of work for uh, presented a really great opportunity where we would partner j v in a real estate agency that sold their growing uh, number of uh, developments and stock so um, that was my the next round and I was with them for oh a good seven years. We ran that business together and uh, with my two partners and then I just saw a massive opportunity in Brisbane in an area where the council had changed planning approval. So I went to my partners and said, "Guys, let's open up another agency there." And they went, "No, we just want to develop." So we parted ways, okay. uh, and I started up Hutton CBD, okay. and, then that ev- and that evolved into Hutton Real Estate. Now, when and was
0: when was Hutton when was Hutton Real Estate?
1: Hutton CBD started in two thousand okay. um, and one. Okay, and and whereabouts. Uh, it was in uh, Fortitude Valley, that's right. Robertson Street, just off James Street. So that's a really active uh, village here in in Brisbane. It's a high street. James Street's very well known in Brisbane. Robertson Street was tucked around the corner. We had a, a thirty-eight square metre office, and uh, through a bit of uh, uh, wheeling and dealing with uh, family members, I was able to get a fit out done fairly cheaply. But but actually, it looked really great. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, that's where we started. And we, fast, we grew, the, grew out of that quite quickly. So by the time uh, we hit 2004, we, we were busting at the seams. I had agents wanting to join me. So we actually ended up moving to Brunswick Street in New Farm. Again, New Farm one of those inner suburbs of Brisbane that's um, well-known. And uh, we, uh, I leased a 150-square-metre office there with a very big retail shop front, and we did a really lovely fit out.
0: Excellent, excellent. So you fast forward to now, that business you sold that business uh some time back and you've had a little bit of time off, but now you're back.
1: I am um and uh, which is quite funny because we were inspired one day by watching uh, I, i'm nearly embarrassed by saying it but no i think it's really cool um me and i know listing, what you're gonna say uh, <laughs> new york <laughs> 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 and we were Karen and i were watching it and then we had it was a weekend and we downloaded about three or four episodes and binged on it oh, and goodness. by the end of the, that, that weekend i've gone i've got to get back into real estate and start my brand again so that, you got your mojo back Got my mojo back and actually, you know, it gave me a little bit of a break and um, uh, I was able to reflect on what we did really well in the Hutton real estate days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we did some great things. We, we, we led um, in many areas of being a boutique agency in Brisbane back in, in the early 2000s. We were the first to, you know, do property styling on, you know, for virtually every property. Uh, videos uh, around two thousand and four, we kicked off using videos. We had a website back in those days that attracted between ten to thirteen thousand unique visitors a month. So we were doing some good things, and we were quite innovative. and um, And I really loved that about us. But uh, I, I, as you mentioned losing your mojo. I think I lost my mojo with that business because I stopped creating and it was a big lesson to me. So one of my reflections was keep creating, keep growing, keep learning.
0: Yeah, well, that was uh, not to, you know, notwithstanding the fact that it is pretty hard to, uh, it is a big challenge to start your own business. And and you know to get you know it's not like we finish at five o'clock on a Friday. There's a lot going on. Mm. Um, mm. So now you've started Hutton and Hutton with with your wife Karen. And um, I have. Uh, you're in the Valley in Fortitude Valley as well. Um, yes. And this model of the business is a little bit different. Tell me tell me the main differences with uh, with this new incarnation of of your brand.
1: Well, uh, yes, yeah, quite different. Um, amazingly, we've, uh, instead of spending $25,000 on a website like we did the first time around in 2001, we've spent $2,000 and I think we've got a better website. Okay. <laughs> um, we're working from home, Ray. Uh, so Karen and I, uh, we have a, a three-bedroom, two-story townhome. In the valley here, just off James Street, and so the bottom bedroom we use as our main office, yep. and we've got another study nook as well. So, we we work uh, within about three meters of each other. I have to shout around the corners some, some days about yeah. you know, you know, asking questions of each other. But uh, yeah, so we just work from home, uh, and and amazingly, our turnover is quite high uh, considering we've just started really last year. In March last year, we've picked up some um, uh, some really good business. One in particular, a development in Brisbane here. So yeah, right. no, we're we're going well. Give me give me some advice.
0: If I'm just starting out, or I'm listening to this and I'm thinking about starting my own my own real estate business, um, should I be going with one of the bigger brands or one of the bigger marketing groups? Should I be starting out as an independent? Um,
1: tell me what you think. Well, everybody's different and I don't think there is a right or wrong. Uh, I can see the, the the advantages going through a franchise group and there's a, a variety of different ways franchises work. Uh, some are flat rate fees, some are commission. I probably tend towards the flat rate myself. I don't like giving away too much of my commission. Sure. Uh, uh, but, you know, for me it was one of... Um, uh, we're, Karen and I are very creative people uh, you know a little bit of uh, we're, we're, we're both artists for instance we we paint and uh, we write uh, Karen's a professional uh, copywriter. she writes for agents uh, all over the place so um, so you know we really had that creative bent so uh, you've got to first deci- decide really. What model you want, what kind of business you want, and why you're doing it. Uh, for me, it's about was about building something that I could be proud of, that I could put uh, like a painting, create something that I could look back at and go, I did that. Yep. Um, for others, it's it's purely a, uh, you know going into a franchise would be a very business oriented, uh, and and as I said, there's nothing wrong with that. There's very there's lots of successful uh, franchise operators throughout Australia. And um, and I respect that, but yeah, you know, it was just we we went uh, independent. But also, you've got to decide if you want a lifestyle business or a or a a, you know a larger business, uh, an enterprise business. I call it. This time around, we've chosen a a lifestyle business. I'm in my fifties, and uh, we want to be busy, but we also want to manage our time, and uh, we don't want to grow too big like we did last time. With we. you know, we weren't huge or anything like that in the, in the Hutton real estate days in the 2000s, but we had 13 staff and uh, it's a full-time role um, leading a business like that. Whereas our plan going forward, will be working with less number of people, uh, but high quality and uh, high quality uh, type uh, listings that we sell.
0: Okay. Well, I guess that's under the heading um, as uh, as I was always taught, real estate's not so much about what you make, but... But, what you keep, and mm. in line with that and and your latest enterprise uh, i 'm thinking of is it at realty the and I think they're out of queensland as well, the latest mm. agency to start off whereby uh, these guys don 't just have offices they work out of their car, I guess, or their home mm. or mm. Uh, so not having not having to maintain a independent freehold or a leasehold where you've got other expen- all all the additional expenses has to be set up obviously the lease and power and mm. phone and internet and blah 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 it just keeps going on so this new model is i guess in a in a connected uh, IT world seems to be really gaining some momentum and that's that's what you've opted to do
1: well, yes, and, and you're right. Uh, when we opened up Hutton Real Estate in the 2000, I remember investing in a server and it cost me $12,000. That was the purchase. It Then to manage it every year, having the IT guy come into my office was costing me thousands of dollars a year just because, you know, keeping it going. Yep. And these days it's all in the cloud. We, we use cloud-based software. Everything's in the cloud that we use. Uh, yep. we're, we're quite paperless. Uh, we do have a printer, and, you know, printers now, you can get a really robust You need those printer. for
0: movie tickets, I think, or something, don't you?
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I printed off something last night, which was a bit of inspiration that I could put on the wall. There you go. Um, but that, that's what I do. Uh, but, yeah, look, we're we really, uh, it's quite paperless. We we use laptops uh, when we go to uh, the project that we're marketing Bank and Coronation Drive, and uh, we. I just take my uh, laptop with me, and I've got everything. My whole office is with me in my laptop, so I'm I'm good to go. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot easier. But you know, it's it, and for me again, as I said, it's all about lifestyle. But um, it doesn't have to be that way. You can have a an independent agency that is about growth and uh, building a, an enterprise type business. And we've got some plans to grow ours as well. We've we, I don't, I, I do like working from home, but I'm, I'm also, once now the ball's rolling, I'm starting to look at uh, leasing a little office here and, okay. and, you know, doing a bit more and more.
0: Okay, but you've, uh, I guess you've put some money in the bank before you've started to make major commitments on leases and things like that?
1: Absolutely. Uh, it's where we, uh, we struggled the first time around, or in 2001, we started with uh, money in the bank, but not, not, um, I under ex, uh, underestimated um, or overestimated my ability to bring new listings in. And back yeah. in those days in 2001, nobody knew me in, in New Farm or Fortitude Valley because I hadn't, I hadn't operated as an agent there ever. Uh, and so uh, I was starting flat-footed. We'd, I'd come from uh, running a, a project marketing company uh, for the developers, so it's quite a different uh, situation. And you soon learn what works and what doesn't work. But if you don't have that cash in the bank account, if you don't have that capital behind you, it, it becomes very stressful.
0: Well, one of the one of the most one of the most common questions I get from potential real estate business owners, people that want to go out, men and women that want to go out and open their own agency, is do I need a rent roll or not, or do I start mm. to slowly grow one? What would be your, what would be, what would be your advice on that?
1: Well, I, I learned the hard way with that. I vacillated between should I or shouldn't I. I had, I had a lot of rational reasons why I should start a rent roll This again back in 2001. Uh, and I had other reasons why that's too hard. I don't know how to do it all of this sort of thing. So I took myself out in and out of it over a period of years. And and it wasn't until around 2007 that, or 2006, 2007, I realized this is ridiculous. I should have a rent roll. I've got all of this infrastructure. So that's when I started building a rent roll. And we, we built a rent roll fairly quickly. It only took me about 12 months to build, you know, 100 properties organically. I didn't buy them. Yep. Uh, you know, but I'm, I'm a marketer. I love marketing and uh, I'm like you, Ray. I, I love, you know, uh, putting my head around that, the, the uh, challenge of finding a, um, an audience and, and um, bringing them, you know, building that following. And um, uh, so that's what we did. And we built a really healthy rent roll over a very short period of time, uh, which was really good. This time around... I'm starting early. So my advice to somebody, if, again, it just depends. If you are building a pure lifestyle business, then a rent rolls, a, 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 you know, a bit of a hassle because you've got to employ people. And even though uh, software is better these days, there's still that... Uh, necessity to have a property manager at some point, and a yeah. business development manager, and all those sort of things. So that's something where, as I said, we I've got the the uh, taste for it again. So we are planning to build a rent roll. We'll do it a bit differently this time around. We're, we'll be very focused. Uh, we'll we'll um, have a, a strong strategy of how we're going to break into the market. What's our point of difference, and uh, and we'll go from there. So we'll set it all up first then start bringing in the right people to run it. Uh, Whereas last time we brought in people and we got them to set it up and I I didn't know if they were setting it up right or wrong. I didn't have a clue.
0: Yep, yep. Peter, how important do you think it is that, that if I'm starting a real estate business that I start in an area that I know where I have contacts that I know? Because I know quite often people will start in a completely fresh area, and smash it with their marketing and and signs and letter drops and things like that newspaper adver- advertising in the hope of attracting new business so so uh what what's your view on that should you should you branch out into into the great unknown or should you stay where where you have your following and your connections and 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 you know every street
1: well i'm sure you can uh, make a success branching out into the great unknown but at the end of the day, uh, I think it's a lot easier to work with what you've already got and uh, connections are gold. And for me, this is why this time around, it's it's probably a lot easier than when I opened up in 2001 because I have connections now and uh, um, I've been able to go to those connections and let them know that I'm back and that's generated business. The, the The development that we listed, which is a $75 million development, it's a 15-story tower. The only reason I got that listing, or the opportunity, I should say, is because the development manager met me 15 years ago, and uh, we had a really great conversation at that time. It was just one meeting, and then he saw an ad uh, that we ran for a property that we were marketing another old client of mine, and he phoned me straight up and said, "Oh, you're. I thought you had left the industry." And I said, "No, we've come back. We're back." And he said, "Well, we're back." And he said, "Well, I, have I got a development for you? It's perfect. You know, high end boutique, and um, you know, the rest is history. We listed that, yep. uh, and we've been selling it. So it's been great."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. So thank you. The the importance, I guess, of having these connections, and I guess it just shows. I mean, I'm always bashing on about the importance of of taking names and, and, you know, maintaining those connections and reaching out and and keeping in touch with people. Those, you probably couldn't have done Hutton and Hutton without the last 15 years of contacts, I guess.
1: Uh, That's true, but can I tell you a little secret? Um, (laughs) And again, this is embarrassing. When when we sold our rent roll and we moved to Byron Bay, we went down there with a specific goal of being artists, you know, doing the hippie Byron Bay life. I actually turned out I spent more time fishing than I did doing art. And (laughs) um, that was fun. Um, But I... Did you get into the mung beans? No. No? no. Okay. (laughs) I couldn't go that
0: Did you grow your hair?
1: No, mate. I've got hardly (laughs) any hair. Um, (laughs) I'm just trying
0: to imagine you as a hippie sort of traipsing into Mullumbimby and stuff, so um, perhaps not... I, I've got I the wrong. Have, I've got the wrong view of you.
1: you. You've got the wrong view. But I did. Ha- I did keep my scooter from my office. I used to have a lovely old Vespa that I parked out the front, had a little bit of Hutton branding on it, and I took that down to Byron Bay because it came, became a very handy uh, 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 bit of transport when I went fishing. I'd put the surf rod between my knees, and Byron Bay police seemed to be um, pretty okay with that. They yeah. never pulled me over, and I'd just ride down to the drive down to the beach. Anyway, that's a different story, <laughs> but. Um, uh, what were we saying? Uh, yeah, so I, when when we went to Byron Bay, I decided that that was the end of my real estate life. I've done that, been there, done that, and I got rid of my entire database. Uh, big mistake. Ouch. Um, ouch. So when we did come back, uh, I spent six months going, and it, it literally took me that long. I took six months to hunt down names of people that I'd sold to or had bought from me and uh, I'd it, uh, it sold for, and so we built up a modest database of about 200 names. But since then, over the last 12 months, we're up. Our database now is up to about 700. Okay. Uh, uh, between uh, and, and they're all cl- old clients and or people I've met in recent times. So we're just building names, getting numbers, email addresses, phone numbers. And um, yeah it's it's so important because we it's central to our marketing.
0: okay well, so far we've got some some must haves. Um, you don't necessarily need a, a a huge brand or a franchise, but that's an option. Um, mm-hmm. you can run it out of your living room i guess if you're if you're a licensed real estate agent you've got to be a licensed real estate agent in Australia to have your own business um, mm-hmm. you're going to need a red hot crM to help you collect all of your contacts uh, what else what are some of the other things that are, are super important if i'm if I'm starting out in my business what about what about i guess if we do if you're doing your own thing what about branding and i'm not I'm not necessarily talking about you know your logos and your colors but What's give us some creative inspiration and how we on how we could um, uh, you know explode our brand as a startup? What, what what's a cool idea?
1: Well, I I've, um, over the years re- I love branding, Ray, and I love brands, and I always have. Actually, I've, I've delved in deep to why brands um, brands work and why other brands don't. And what I've come to realise is that the brands that really work have a very big have a purpose, have a mission, have a really clear vision um, and they know their why and and you hear that a lot in real estate these days, uh, what's your why and it's nearly sounding a bit cliché, but it's true though, you need to know why you're doing it and you need to marry up your, uh, look at your own abilities and be really honest with yourself, you know, where are your strengths, where are your weaknesses, what do you love, what are your passions and there's a bit of a crossroad between passion and experience and skill and also opportunity, what's going on in the marketplace. And if you can find that sweet spot, then you can actually build a, Then you can go to your uh, brand agency, creative agency, graphic artists and start building up a branding um, uh, package around what you know the direction that you're taking but you firstly got to decide where you're going what's that look like and then you reverse engineer it it's as simple as that so we uh, as I said I've got a really very very clear picture of where H&H Hutton and Hutton are going I know what we stand for I know what we love I know what we don't like I know who my competitors are I know uh, I, I have a sense of what public perception is around these things that we're thinking. And then I've gone, okay, so how do we get there? How do we get to a point where people will recognise our brand and love our brand and want to do business with us and and it, it stands for something? So, yeah, th- and that that's all wrapped up in that uh, idea of having a vision.
0: Yeah, cool. Okay, all right. Um, let me just ask you a question out of the blue. If somebody's looking at doing an independent brand, would you be um, – would you be totally opposed to uh, giving them some advice professionally? Of course, if if that was required, could I include your info in the show notes?
1: Oh, for sure, absolutely. Okay, okay, uh, yeah.
0: Well, I'd like to post the Hutton and Hutton website as a as a great example of. of um, I mean, you did that on a shoestring. Um, the reality is, folks, you don't need to spend a lot of money to to get all the things you need to make. To make your new business really hum. Um, mm. th- those that tell you that you do, I think uh, are probably a while since they've started it. And you've just heard from Peter, uh, who's, you know, this is not his first uh, Rodeo, as they say, you've started a business before. So um, you've you've heard how basically straightforward and easy it is to get up and uh, or, or get set up and, and start your business. So anything else we can add to that, mate, before we uh, sign off?
1: I, I, I think there's a lot about, you know, building a real estate agency more than we could cover in, you know, uh, one or 10 sessions. But really, that's the starting point. Why are you doing it? What do you love? What Where are you heading? Get, you know, work, work, start with the end in mind, as they say. And that's probably the best advice I could give anybody. Um, and uh, don't go in it with uh, too high, you know, uh, expectations. Um uh, don't overestimate things. Whenever you think you're going to do uh, $500,000 in your first year, it's probably more like $200,000. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Just you know, keep
0: an eye on those expenses, eh? Keep a lid keep, on keep, those recurring expenses.
1: You, exa- Dick Smith always said... Uh, That's the thing with business, Um, you know, uh, low overheads, always low overheads, consider your overheads, and that's what we're doing this time around is really keeping a lid on overheads.
0: Well, our biggest expense in real estate typically, if I asked any business owner, I think they're going to say wages, then they're going Mm. to say advertising. So if I'm I'm a young gun ready to um, hang up my own shingle, should I be starting with an assistant?
1: Uh, well i i don't i think you could if you're cashed up if you're not then you you got to go and do it yourself you know and that's what we're doing Karen and i look you know i'm I'm doing contracts. I'm doing uh, trust accounts. I'm doing database entry. We're doing the whole lot ourselves. Yeah. And 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 as uh, databases and CRMs have improved over the years, it, it's quite easy to do it. So it's it's no big hassle. We're we're uh, fortunately Karen's a copywriter, so I don't have to do the copy. Karen does that for yep. our clients, which is yep. great. Um, but generally, we've just done everything in house and. Uh, and kept it really simple. The the beauty of, you know, we we're, we're doing more than just project marketing too. I don't want uh, the audience to think that oh, you know, we've got it easy. We're just sitting on one project. We're not. We're listening and selling other properties and we're doing a lot of them quiet, quietly. We're not even doing much marketing on them either because when you've got a database, it's quite easy to sell property going directly to buyers that you already know. So we've been doing quite a quite bit of, you know, quite a lot of that and as this year unfolds we will start listing individual properties more and more and at some point we will get a, a PA for the two of us and uh, you know but it's you've, when the you've time's just gotta, right when the time's right you know and that's the thing you've just got to realize that um, you've got to fit where you are to that that your expenses your overheads and um, don't get too far ahead of yourself
0: yeah, cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to post uh, everything that we've discussed or all those links, et cetera, in the show notes. You'll be able to check that out at topagentsplaybook.com. Uh, thank you for listening. If you haven't subscribed to my podcast, please do. You can do that on iTunes or on Stitcher or on your favorite podcast player. Peter Hutton, it's been a blast. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Ray. Talk to you Love soon. It. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly sponsored by Locked On, real estate's best software. For show notes from this episode, free downloads, your Locked On discount for life link, and Ray's blog, head over to topagentsplaybook.com.